0: Welcome to Life at God's Pace podcast. I was originally going to record this podcast last Monday on July the 26th, but things got a little hectic. I was ministering to a family, and uh, actually several families in our church, and just didn't have time to get the podcast together. Um, I don't make a lot of money doing this. In fact, right now I've made none uh, doing this. Probably have lost money on this podcast. But I, I want to give a clarification. We're going to get to chapter 5 in Alan Nelson's book, Before the Throne. The title of the podcast overall, where we're eventually going to end up, is Unmatchable, Un-matchable Holiness. But I want to give a clarification about this podcast. Uh, This podcast is not intended to be academic. I've said that. it's, it's, It's not meant to be detailed. This is really just my reflections from my personal private devotions. And the way I do my private devotions, I primarily, as you would expect, I read scripture. A lot of times I will do devotions out of the I will do my podcast out of those uh, devotions I have. I also read books in my private devotions. I I set aside some time at the end, and I do what I call a really, really slow read. And so that's where most of these podcasts come. Um, Really, my purpose in this podcast is twofold in a way. I want to clarify my thoughts and I want to share them with whoever listens that perhaps they will help you gain a deeper appreciation, a greater reverence for God, and that as you live out the faith in this fallen world, you will learn to live at God's pace. I came up with the name God's Pace Many, many years ago. I actually don't remember when. It's been something I've contemplated for various times. Tried to jumpstart it in various ways. I do have a Facebook page. There's not much that goes on there. But living life at God's pace, it it reflects my prayer and my ambition to live life at God's pace. I, I picked this phrase up from my running days. I used to run a lot and devoted significant time to running, enjoyed running. And I think anybody who runs will understand that the pace, that's how fast you run or or what you're doing in the run, is vital to the success of your run. Uh, if you go out, for instance, you're running a, a 5K, you go out too fast, you're not going to make it. In fact, it's fun to go to... High school track meets even junior high track meets really and and watch uh, The boys and girls go out and in the longer distances for them would be 800 a mile Maybe even two mile depending on what level and you see them shoot out of the starting line like a rocket And it ain't long before and they are unable to keep that pace But on a spiritual connection. I see life as a race by which I'm running with God's strength and the finish line is in heaven. 1 John chapter 3 reminds me that there will be a day when I will see Jesus and on that day I will have crossed the finish line. And so one reason I'm going through Alan Nelson's book, Before the Throne, is not just because he's a friend, not just someone that I know but I believe in my life and I believe in your life that we need this greater appreciation for the glory of God, the holiness of God. And so in this episode, I, I want to just very briefly reflect on the unmatchable holiness of God. Again, I would urge you to get the book uh, because what I'm doing is just taking very brief thoughts or snippets from the book. Uh, These podcasts, I'm trying to keep them short at this point. And and, and just give them to you. And sometimes they will appear that I'm rambling, and perhaps I do. But chapter 5, Alan speaks of the unmatchable holiness of God. In just, uh, really, football season's already underway as far as practice and preseason. But in a, just a few weeks, football season will, will be in full-fledged. It will be upon us in all divisions, professional, college, high school, and other, Pee Wee, junior high. And in football, particularly at the college levels where I'm thinking, although it is in the high school there will be rankings. There will be rankings. Sports writers, computers will attempt to determine who is number one. And in a way that that's what makes college football fun is trying to determine who is number one, debating the rankings. What what team passes the The eye test. What what team is better? And and fans love to debate that. I'm really no expert on how all this is done, but at the very heart of ranking uh, and compare at ranking is comparison. Again, we look at how teams compete against common opponents. We look at how they dominated other teams, and again, that's what makes college football fun we compare them now thankfully we now have a college playoff which helps us to a degree to to have a consensus number one and so in life we compare things we we compare ourselves to others i think we've all done it we we preachers will sometimes maybe compare their churches to other churches and it seems like the grass is always greener on the other side, isn't it? And we compare our, our homes, our cars, our jobs. All of this is, we're, we're in the comparison game. But in chapter 5, Alan reminds us of this simple truth. Nothing compares to God. Absolutely nothing. There is no ranking system. God is God, period, end of the story. God has no competitors. There is only one God. God's Word says in Deuteronomy 6, 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one. Mm, There's no other gods. Oh, we have a bunch of false gods. We We have a bunch of idols, don't we? But they're not God. Only one Creator, only one Savior... And that is God. In Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah sees not only the glory of God. And Alan speaks of this in his chapters. He sees not only the glory of God. And it is a magnificent glory, isn't it? Go read that and, and, and meditate on that truth of the glory and the majesty of God. But Isaiah sees something else, doesn't he? In chapter 6. He sees other things. He sees the the angels ministering in the presence of God. And compared to us, these angels are glorious beings. Created by God to to serve Him and, and to serve us. But these angels... And particularly in Isaiah chapter 6, all angels, but but as we think about the context, they are no comparison to the greater glory of God. There is no glory that can even approach the glory of God. Angels are a part of creation. This is why I don't understand why we go through all this rigmarole about angels. We should study them. We should know what the Bible says. But an obsession with angels is really a, a... a lesser glory—it is a sin at sometimes, and really, in many ways, we are no match for angels in this present age. In fact, the third vision in the uh, third person in this chapter, Isaiah six, is is Isaiah himself and those he lived among, and he says, "I am a sinner. I live among sinners." And so the angels in some ways may be a bit higher than us if we rank and compare at this present time. Again, we can even look at other Christians and see how great they are. We can we can read Hebrews 11, the roll call of faith, and see what God did through these men and women. We can even debate who the better preacher he is. We We can debate... Hymns that we like, but one thing we cannot debate is we can't debate: is there any one or anything better than God? There is not. There is not. So how do we respond to the unmatchable holiness of God? I don't, I'm just rambling a little bit here. <laughs> we don't try to figure him out. We glory in the fact that we can't figure God out. We can only respond to God with faithful worship. But we don't go beyond the revelation of Scripture, we read the Bible. In the Bible, God has revealed all that He wants us to know in this present age about Him. Read the book. So how do we respond to the unmatchable holiness of God? Don't try to figure Him out. Don't go beyond the revelation of Scripture. Number three, worship Him 24-7. Live each moment Lost in the wonder of His majesty. And a word to churches, a word to to pastors, if you're listening to this, or worship leaders, whoever you are, our corporate worship is not a production meant to entertain the crowds. What a horrible way to construct a worship service. We don't design worship services to attract the seekers of this world. We plan our worship service from the Bible, by the way, for the glory of God, to worship God. We sing songs that are biblically sound and anchored in the Bible that that speak of the glory of God. We, We should preach sermons from the Holy Scriptures. I mean, I don't know of any other sermons you can preach. So, God is unmatchable. Let us live that way. You'll have a great day. And hopefully I will get another podcast out maybe at the end of this week or early next week. God bless you. Have a great day.